shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. Let's talk. Welcome to episode two of Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Babin, and I am the CEO and founder of Reclaim LLC and author of the Reclaim Journal, A Journey to Self-Discovery. And today we are going to be talking about one of the things in my journal that I'm very proud of. Um, It's my favorite phrase, what entertains you, trains you. Let me just tell you, this brought me through some pretty hard times. (laughs) It's amazing what happens when you're listening to or watching something that's a little bit down. You become a little bit down too. And I've noticed this throughout the years and um, I love I love the idea that what comes in is what goes out. It gives me a sense of control over what I'm letting into my body and my brain. So if you'll bear with me, think about the last time you went to buy a car. Do you remember looking at a car and being like, yes, I want that one. And then the next day you saw like 70 of them on the road. (laughs) Like how? So honestly... 70 more of those cars didn't get on the road the next day, right? There were the same amount yesterday as there are today, but today you're noticing them because that's what's on your mind. It's that what you think about, you bring about idea. It is totally true. It's scientifically proven that what you're thinking about is what you're going to be getting out of your environment. So I'm thinking of my dad (laughs) reading Facebook and watching the news all day long. And then when I talk to him, he's full of fear and full of worry. And he's just concerned about his grandchildren and the world they're being brought up in today. And there is just nothing but fear and worry in in all of his sentences. I'm like, Dad, it's going to be okay, Dad. It's actually a safer world now than it was 20 years ago. But to him, because that's all he's watching, it's just dooms and glooms. And I had to stop watching the news because I started feeling that. You guys, I I learned from Darren Hardy, don't watch the news. You will learn about what's going on in the world from somebody around you. You don't need to watch the news. It is so true. I was telling Aubrey earlier, I learned about a 75 car pileup because of a winter storm on I-70 here in Colorado from a guy living in Ruskin, Florida. (laughs) Like, I don't know how I miss that, but I guess because I don't watch the news. So I learned that from somebody not even living here, but I still learned about it. See, see, I learned about Betty White dying from Facebook. God rest her soul. I already miss her and I didn't even know her. Anyway, so you don't need to watch the news. It's so depressing. I remember seeing a story about a two-year-old. I'm not even going to go into it in case you're triggered because it was a terrible story. But it sent me into a two-week spiral depression. Just that one story. It was like a 10-second blurb of a story. And I kid you not, I was depressed for two weeks. I couldn't get that kid out of my head. I had dreams about him. 
It was awful. So just nix the news for a few weeks and see how you feel if you're watching the news. Another thing is TV shows, music, movies. I mean, I have an example for each of these. I used to watch Call the Midwife. I still love that show. It is amazing. I love midwifery. I love babies. I love the whole birthing experience. Yes, I had four all the natural way. It was amazing. But I loved watching the show. I noticed that after the show, because if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of heavy. It took place in the 1940s in East England. It was poverty. It was war. They were just coming out with new advancements in childbirth and OBGYN practices. And there was a lot that happened with families and poverty. And it breaks your heart. Some of these stories, they are all very heavy. I can't think of one episode that wasn't heavy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it's, you know, it's happy endings. It's, it's all of that. But there was still this heaviness that carried with me after I was done watching the show. Not to mention, and this just goes to show the science of what goes in comes out. Literally, you guys, my thoughts were happening in an English accent. I kid you not. I kid you not. I mean, I was literally thinking, top notch and tickety-boo, this is awesome. Like, that's literally what was happening inside my brain. I wasn't even saying it out loud. So I'd like giggle at myself like, okay, I have to stop watching this show. I'm English inside now. So, <laughs> but it just goes to show what an impact it has on you. So I had to stop watching those shows. I, re- I was thinking about, okay, I, do I enjoy watching this show? Yes, I love learning about it. But is my path midwifery? No, I'm not going to become a midwife. Is my path anything to do with this show? I know I don't live in England. I'm not in medical. Like there's nothing. It's not making me a better person. It was just entertainment. And what entertains you trains you. So if the entertainment I'm listening to is making me feel down, then my brain is going to be trained to look for drama in the world the rest of that day. And I did. I looked for my sadness and I looked for other people's sadness and I looked for, you know, relationship issues and I looked for poverty issues and every one of those situations became very real to me and I would see them in the world. So it's the same idea as when you're trying to buy a car or if you're trying to get pregnant, you see everybody's pregnant now. Like how I, it was my idea to get pregnant. Why is everyone else pregnant all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Like that's what happens when you're focused on something. So music, same thing. If you have a playlist for angry girl music, you listen to it, it's probably going to make you angry. (laughs) I I did have that playlist and Avril Lavigne was all over it. So thank you, Avril, for helping me with my anger issues. Um, But then there, you know, if you're feeling very spiritual, you put on worship music. If you're feeling sad, you put on, you know, sad love songs. And so if you feel empowered, you put on empowering music. It's very useful if you use it in the right way. But if you're feeding a depressive state with music... It's just going to keep you there. You're, ne- you're not going to get out of it. So you can use music as a tool. Just be careful. Don't let it use you. Movies. Have you ever watched a scary movie? And then all of a sudden, dark feels real dark. <laughs> and you're looking behind every corner. And that little creak in the stairs that you didn't even notice yesterday is all of a sudden some killer around the corner. Like... It, it happens. I think you all are with me now, right? If you're not, then you didn't even listen to what I was saying. Like, this is so, you can't deny it. <laughs> Go back and listen again. My teacher voice coming out. 
Okay, so I want to talk about social media along with this. So social media is just like another TV show, music, movies. It goes in the same thing. We are bombarded with information. Holy cow, the information we have. There's books about everything. There's podcasts about everything. There's there's four social media platforms. I might even be missing some. I know there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm sure there's more than I'm missing. Facebook, did I say that? Whatever. Anyways, so it's just a lot. There's a lot going on. So you're getting all of this information in, and it's conflicting. You can literally find information to validate any viewpoint you have. So, I mean, think about when you do research. I've purposely done this to try to prove my own point, and I can find research to back up two very different opinions. In fact, I found two articles published by Forbes magazine on visualization that was totally conflicting. One article said, visualize success. All of the successful people do it. The other article, literally written like a year away, says visualization creates laziness and (laughs) you actually won't accomplish your goals if you're visualizing the end because it makes you feel like you're already there and your mind and your imagination is very powerful. Your mind will already think that what you're imagining has happened so you will you will stop doing the work because you'll feel like you're already there so what in the world like how are you supposed to know who to trust both articles are by the same people how are you supposed to know who to trust that's like when our parents were told oh yes put your baby on its stomach and now it's like oh no don't put your baby on its stomach put it on its back okay by the way that does not work no baby in the history of forever, sleeps well on its back. They're like just killing us moms with that advice. I hate it. (laughs) I did it, but I hate it. Anyways, my point is advice is dangerous. Be careful where you're getting it. My favorite thing about advice now is listening to your own gut. It's literally the best advice you will ever get is from your own self. So this leads me to talking about friendships. I have so many friends. I'm so blessed. And all of my best friends don't give me advice. And I love that. Here's what I mean. Anybody that gives you advice is not looking out for your best interest, even though they think they are. Bear with me, because I know you've probably given advice and you're like, Brandy, that is not true. I care about people. I'm with you. I've given people advice also, and I've learned that it was not okay. (laughs) My advice that I'm giving you is from my own life. I have no idea what you're going through. I have no idea what your past experiences are. I have no idea what your upbringing was like. I have no idea how you process information. All I'm doing is telling you what worked for me or what I would do in your situation, which is terrible advice. It's terrible advice. So if I'm trying to give you advice, tell me no. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. So real friends. And if you want to be a real friend, here's my advice. (laughs) Ask questions. Ask questions. Don't tell someone what to do. Ask them questions to lead them to their own answer. This has been groundbreaking, mind-blowing for me. I have noticed the difference through my friends that have asked me questions. Also, I'm a life coach. So in life coach training, number one thing, they tell you to shut up. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't tell them what to do. You have no idea what's going to help them in their situation. They don't need one more resource of advice that doesn't work for them. They need to be drawn out. They need to be provoked into the right answer for them. So my job is literally just to ask questions. I love it. It's so, so much better when you come to your own answer. You believe in it more. It feels right to you. It just creates an entire feeling of security and trust and identity and value that no one else can give you by giving you advice. Okay? So that leads me into your inner circle. Who's in your inner circle? If you have five people in your inner circle who all give you advice on every subject, you're going to be so incredibly confused and your life is not going to go any anywhere different than where those people's lives are. Does that make sense? Where your friends are is where you're going to be. So think about that. Think about who you're spending most of your time with. Does your life kind of align with theirs? If it doesn't, then just disregard. But I've noticed that my life kind of follows the trend of the people I spend the most time with. If I spend a lot of time with happy people who are very ambitious, smart with their money, good parents, it rubs off on me. I start thinking about those things the way they think about those things. So I've been really choosy on who I spend my time with, and it has up-leveled my life, my self-value, my parenting, my career, everything. When I used to spend time with people who weren't so like that, <laughs> my life was at a standstill. I felt stuck. I, I mean, you can't get anywhere when you don't have the people around you to push you further. So trust your gut. Pick people who are already where you want to be or are headed there. And so you can all go there together. I tell you what, it is so much fun to pursue dreams and goals with your friends who are also pursuing their dreams and goals. I have actually heard something recently that I love. And it was talking about how your brain processes pursuing a goal versus reaching a goal. So as you're pursuing goals, you actually get hits of dopamine and oxytocin and adrenaline. These are all things that make you feel good. They're the feel-good hormones. They're the energy hormones. And you get these hits every time you're pursuing something. Every time you're taking healthy risks, you're getting these hits. And they're addicting, right? And so you crave them and you love them and you're pursuing and you're pursuing. And then once you hit a goal, those stop. And then you're left with this like, well, now what feeling? So somebody was talking about like the Olympians. They train for four years. So they're getting dopamine and oxytocin and, and they're getting this attention of like, yes, I'm training for the Olympics and I'm ranked number one and I think I'm going to win and, and all of this hype. And, and then all of a sudden they win and then they are like, huh. And, you, and they go into like this depressive state of like, uh, that was kind of my identity and now I don't know what to do. So that's, 
that's where you can start choosing people to be in your life that are going to help you with the pursuit. We are designed to be in pursuit. And we're going to have some really exciting episodes coming up about goals, about sparking your perfect your purpose, about manifestation, and don't freak out. Not like the religious kind. I'm talking about the formal definition of manifestation. <laughs> I promise I'm not going to lead you into universe, whatever. Um, this is totally about training your brain and you are going to love it. I'm going to talk about visualization, vision boards. Um, I'm going to debunk a lot of things that um, did not serve me that a lot of people say and you're being bombarded with it constantly. So I'm really excited to bust through these myths. But for the takeaway for today, just do a quick environmental audit. Write down all of the things you're watching. Write down the music you're listening to. Write down the movies that you're watching. Write down, do you watch the news? What podcasts are you listening to? What books are you reading? Are any of them making you better? Are any of them making you more you? Are any of them bringing you value and value to the people around you? And then seriously audit the people you're hanging out with. This is hard, you guys. This is changing the people that you're around is one of the hardest things you can ever do. I promise you it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. But I am not negating how hard it is. Because when you start thinking about the people around you and you start thinking about how am I going to have the conversation or how am I going to not hang out with them or how am I going to cancel these luncheons and tell them that we're not scheduling another one I hear you it's not easy not at all and I think we talked about that a little bit in the last episode right the boundaries they're going to call you a lots of names <laughs> they're not going to be happy but you know what it's going to call them up and if they're ready to grow they'll probably change a little bit and they'll thank you for it so I am so excited that you joined us today. I hope this was helpful. I do want to tell you I have a webinar about trusting your gut, about becoming your own best mentor. It is free. It's on the website. That's www.reclaimjournal.com backslash webinar. It's free and we love freebies. So go check it out. Join us next week for Sparking Your Purpose. I'm so excited we got to connect today and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening in today. I wanted to give you some extra resources. I have a website called reclaimjournal.com where you can find more resources, skills, and tools such as brain spotting, life coaching, and the Reclaim Journal is on that website. We also have some freebies. If you want a webinar called Breakthrough Barriers, that is on there for free. And if you liked this episode today, feel free to download and save it or send it to a friend. We'll see you next week.